Hello and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 167. I am one of your hosts MC Fixer alongside my co-host this week Amy. How are you? What up? Long time no speak on this podcast. <laughs> no, I didn't kill you. To be fair, to be fair, give me credit everybody out there. I didn't kill you. I never said you were dead once. I just said you were busy. Oh. I yeah. mean that was also a lie. But I'm not dead. I mean reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. You, you was busy. Like you've been our schedules just don't match up at the moment. Especially with like Mike getting up at like five o'clock in the morning to the show, which usually means yeah. we have to record early. My new schedule with Twitch. It's just a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But save the time that we have together. Yeah, well, let's do it. Let's do it. I think sorry, I, the problem we got here is this is gonna be a short show. So yeah. right off the bat I wanna to say to everyone, what I think we're gonna do this week, because the show is gonna be super short, not a lot of news, is um what we were meant to do is we meant to record at 2 o'clock GMT. Uh, me, Amy, and Snowball Mike went to our top 10 list uh, for Game of the Year. What I think we're going to do is Mike is getting up. He's going to wake up and see my DM and be like, oh, and then go back to sleep, which I'm so sorry, Mike. If you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. But we're going to put both episodes together, hopefully, so you get a really decent size episode. But we shall see. Right off the bat, I want to promote, though. I'm not going to lie to you, but not even housekeeping. Before housekeeping, I want to do pre-housekeeping. I've got a new podcast. It's called From the Gamers. If you like Xbox, if you like PlayStation, if you like Nintendo, go and check it out. It is a community-based podcast. Anyone from the community can jump on each week. Um, this week, I've got Richard on and Crash again. And it uh, should be good fun. We record that on a Monday. So, yeah, go check that out. It's on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. The only place it's not is Google Play, I believe. Um, and also, the video goes up every Wednesday on YouTube.com slash MCFixer. I'm trying to get people into that. And it's really hard. I said to Haley, if I can get a quarter of the success we've had on my Xbox and me onto that show, I'd be happy. So, let's try I watched the first that. episode. What did you think? It's good. I liked it. It's interesting. It's a bit of a weird one to start with because obviously it was game of the year. Yeah. Talk. There's like episode one. Yeah. I think I just one. I just wanted to kick it off with like okay cool what people are coming on and it sort of shows everyone's palettes of what games they enjoyed. So yeah. But to get into the normal housekeeping, if you want this show early, head over to Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer. Uh, also go to the YouTube channels YouTube.com/slash/MCFixer and subscribe there. YouTube.com/slash/MyXboxAndMe and YouTube.com/slash/WordsAboutGames. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and of course Spotify. The show goes live mm. every Friday on all of those, including the VOD version on YouTube. And this month's community game night uh, it is back. Once a month, last Saturday of each month, and it is the 20... Oh, let me check the day. It is the 26th, he says with a question mark. It's in my diary. I'm pretty sure it is. The 26th, we'll be playing Halo 5. Put it in your diaries. Make sure you're there. Uh, 8 p.m. till 12. We'll probably go later than that, but who knows. And uh, should be fun. You don't need discords. We're just going to do Xbox Party, so people don't have to have a... I know, me, I'm like, oh, but... <laughs> But I'm yeah. just, we're just going to put up with it. We're going to put up with echoing mics. We're going to put up with everything. So it's cool. And someone needs to run fix over. I mean, I'm sure they will. Bike. I'm sure they will. Let's jump in what we always do, which is what has been in our box. Amy, we haven't spoke to you in a long, long time now. So what have you been playing over I mean, the last God knows how long? Do you really want me to go through what I've been playing for like the last month? I mean, not everything. <laughs> but I'd, I'd, I'd love to know what you've been playing <laughs> Oh god, what have what have I been playing? Lots of indie games. All the games that came out in Game Pass. 
some so um, Ashen and... Ashen, Below, Meeting Gen Zero a little bit. I wasn't yeah. really into that one, but Ashen. I fucking loved Ashen. Oh, okay, so we're on the total opposite side of the things. I didn't like yeah, Ashen and I loved <laughs> Meeting Gen Zero. Interesting. What... I mean, that's how it roll, we roll, right? What, did, what didn't you like about Meeting Gen Zero then? Um, I think it was just the stealth bit. I don't, I don't like the way the stealth mixed with the XCOM style tactical gameplay combat. Like, I'm trying to sneak up on on a dude, and I'm I'm like, I'm gonna do a stealth attack. Ping! I've done like next to no damage, and then like a billion enemies turn around and like splat. That's and then, the tactical side of it. I was just like, nah. nah. Fair enough. Nah. <laughs> I tried. I I thought I would love it, yeah. and I didn't. And then I played Ashen, which I was like, I'm sure this will be okay. And then I was like, I got super like sucked in. Did you finish like, it? Actually, finish the game. <laughs> yeah. Did you? What, did, what? What? What drew you in? Did you play a single player? I assume. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was weird. Like my experiences with the multiplayer. The multiplayer is really weird. It's the multiplayer passive, is awful. So. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Like every time someone dropped into my game, and you never get told when you're playing with nope. someone or when you're playing with the AI. And like I'm just running through a dungeon, and I was going to the first boss. I think the first time I ever noticed it. Yeah. And the dude I was with just fucked off and like uh, ran in a completely yeah. different direction. And I was like, where the fuck's he gone? Yeah. Like I didn't realize at the time that was, it was the another player. player. Yeah. yeah. So I just thought, fuck the AI is fucked. And then obviously I'm trying to do a boss fight by myself and getting smashed and. So I just turned that off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so me and Chris tried it, like we said a couple of weeks ago. We tried to play it, and then it was just like, no, this isn't what I want. I want to be able to go into camps. I want the everything to be succinct. And we, I clicked this mission there. It's for everyone. It just it wasn't what I wanted. It's the same as like right. I said for Dark Souls, where it's just like it's not real multiplayer or co-op. It's sort of it's a different a type, of, uh, type of co-op, and I just don't like it at all. That's fair enough. I mean, I just played it as a single-player game. Um, Which yeah, loved it. Got so sucked into the world, exploring, like finding all the, the side quests and the hidden stuff, and just like, what's in that cave? What's up there? Like, what happens if I climb this? Like, what's in your box, maybe? What's in that box over there? Oh, look, it's fashion <laughs> So let's talk about below a bit then, because I've not played it. Um, I've been meaning to play it and just not got right into it. Just literally, life is. I mean, I'm for everyone knows I've just been playing Fortnite for the last month. And still playing it, so. Um, and marbles, I, which I learned was a thing. And marbles, yeah. Let's not talk about marbles. The chat will get a bit hype. Um, so, what what do you like about Below or dislike? Um, Below was a weird one for me. So, like, I got super annoyed. Like, I've been waiting for this game for years. Like, yeah. I think it's like five years they've been mm-hmm. making it. Um, and I got super annoyed. Again, it's the same kind of thing as Ashen. The world is so beautiful going through it exploring and i've got that urge to be like what's over there like i found like a shortcut from like level five some stairs that went down to like level 16 or something at one point and i was like oh shit like it it was a really good sense of discovery um and then i died and i died in a really awkward play like i died before it's that kind of game you die and you drop your lantern and all your stuff um so then you have to you get another adventure you start at the top you go down but you can unlock shortcuts, so it's not a, not necessarily a big deal. Oh, yeah. But I was so into it, thinking this game is one of the best games of the year, and I'll be super awesome. And then I died in a really awkward place, and I had to start grinding to go back to get my lantern, oh, yeah. to get my stuff. And then I was just like, you know what? I don't have the patience for this. Like, because the, the place where I died, 
um, was a place where you kind of need your lantern to, to to navigate around. I don't want to get into spoilers because no, yeah, people yeah. are playing it. Um, so to not have that lantern until I got through to get it was just it, it was just frustrating, Got very frustrating as I was playing, and I just I quit on it after that. Oh, okay, interesting. So how many hours did you get in roughly? I think I did about eight or nine hours. Oh wow! So you put enough in. Oh, I put a, I put the time in. Yeah, it was yeah. like I was super into it for for like a day and a half, and Got then it. I was super not into it <laughs> for yeah. like another day, and I, I was mean, like, it fuck happens. it, I'm done. Exactly, 100% <laughs> it happens, it happens. Yeah, I can't really talk about much. Like I say, all I've been playing is Fortnite and just sitting here waiting for Resident Evil 2 to drop. Yeah. Literally, Same. I'm just like... Like, people keep saying, oh, all you're playing is Fortnite, all you're playing is Fortnite. It's like, yeah, it is. My numbers are really good. My subscribers are up. My my watch time's up. Everything's good. Who would have thunk it? Fortnite's popular. Um, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, but what? Resident Evil's coming. I'm waiting for Res, and then, obviously, Anthem. That's going to be the next big one, which I jump in. Um so yeah i'm just sort of there yeah i've been really kind of playing all the games yeah i just i just for me i'm just like what, what, what am i in the mood for i don't really want to play anything other than fortnite because it's just that easy it's just easy to jump in play a few games in my case play a f- plenty of hours and then <laughs> drop back out it's just like yeah but this year is going to be the year that i play way more games and way more little games and now- actually i said this last year <laughs> that sounds familiar, Fix. <laughs> I said this last year. No, but like I've act- I've actively got time now. Where I'm only doing seven till twelve on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Um and then like I'm taking the daytime, so like obviously doing more admin stuff, emails and stuff like that for the business. Who would have thought that taxes are due coming up soon as well for a business? Self employed. I had to go for a self employment uh, meeting the other day with an right account right. and stuff. I'm like, oh, did I make enough money? And like, no, you didn't make enough money to pay taxes. No, I was like, yes. I mean fine. I'm still poor, but yes, no tax. <laughs> Woohoo! I mean, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, there was, t- but then I had like a whole meeting about it, so it was really strange. I mean, I, I might talk about it on Fix and Friends, which is the cool. other new I love podcast. Fix and Friends, by the way. Ah, appreciate it. New episode be out today. The new episode. Yeah, new, new episode be out today. Um, oh, got awesome. to edit and get up. But yeah. Um, there is one more game I want to talk about. Please. Because very, very briefly, no, or maybe please. not, I played Sea of Thieves. Oh. Oh, a week oh, ago. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've got a CFE was, shirt on. I'm not gonna lie. But... I've got one in the in my wardrobe, but I, I haven't worn it for okay, a while. Okay, go on. But um, I played it with a friend of mine who's um sort of been on and off playing it. Um, okay. she's a streamer. She does stuff. But the we were like, let's play Sea of Thieves because I was doing Game I of mean, the Year stuff. How did that, thinking... How did that come about? Let's play Sea of Thieves. Well, I'm thinking like Game of the Year stuff, and I'm looking back, and obviously I'm going through like not just the games that I loved, I'm going through every game to be yeah. like, what did I think of that? What did I think of that? And then, like, I stand by what I said at the beginning of the year about the game had like very little content, it could get repetitive really quickly. But when I was like thinking about Sea of Thieves, and I was like, I played this game for like 20 plus hours, not mm-hmm. including the beta and the alpha. Um, and I was like, and I thought suddenly, like, every time I played it, like while the game has problems, I've never had a bad time. Like with the game, like I never didn't enjoy the time that I've spent with the game. Okay. Like the the game had problems, but it was fun with the people I was playing with and what we were doing and yeah. X, Y, and Z. And obviously, there's been content updates, so I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go back in. And yeah. Within ten minutes, I'd, we'd sailed, and there was a kraken over there, and then 
the new there's a new enemy the megalodon the, the mega shark okay and that was swimming around the boat Got and we were trying to get away we've sailed away and then the second it hit the boat we both fell off the boat was flying away at full speed and we're swimming after it like oh come on there's a shark <laughs> but um yeah it's pretty much about the same it's still a bit content light but yeah that's I, i've never thought that the overall experience of the game is fun, which is go yeah. and get loot, and you know, it's how you get the loot, and it's yeah. what's in the world, which is all was always my problems. I watch some, I watch a uh, friendly play it, and they play it quite often, uh, which is some Twitch streamers, and um, I'm I'm exactly the same. I'm like, oh, this is fun. You look like you're having so much fun, but I know how much how content light this is. Yeah, in my opinion, definitely. it's still content light, and that's what. I'm waiting for the big, the big push. I suppose. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly, it. it's 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 like it's that super hard to define sort yeah. of. I had fun, but I also know that this game isn't all it could be. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I get. I it's super hard to figure out where it is on a game of it. Like, yeah, is it in there? Is it in the disappointments bin? Is it in the worst games of the year? Is it? No, I definitely lit? don't think it's. I mean, <laughs> it definitely didn't live up to my expectations, but. I definitely don't think it's one of the worst games of the year. Not by a long shot. I mean, I played some bad games this year. Um, Fallout 76. Never played it, thank God. But, um, yeah, no. It's £20 I, pound now. You can buy that I game know. for £20. Pound. I went into Smith's the other day and it was £20. And I was like, hmm, is it worth £20? I was like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't you do could it. probably get £20 of entertainment out of just... Oh, I'm playing sure. it and talking sure, about shit it is. Nah, <laughs> nah, I'm not into. I'm not in. That's the. I'm not into sh- giving negative. I'm not trying to put negativity out there to the best of my ability, unless I'm being critical for a review or something. For your job. Yeah, but I'm not gonna just put it out there. So, um, let's do topic of the show. Topic of the show this week is gonna be split into two. So we'll do our part and then I'll introduce the next part. But first up, Amy. Me and Mike Whoa. did our most anticipated games of the year, 2019, which is where we are. Um, what is your most anticipated game? Like, if you had to pick, Ooh. like, a top three, what would be, like, oh, your Oh, God, most? a top three. Yeah. All right. Let's get it out of the way. Resident Evil 2. Is that actually... Because, okay, yes. so the reason me and you are even friends today is because you will... That's the truth. Like, as much no, as we truth. might have been it's friends, true. but... Yeah. The reason we spoke and we got to know each other as well as we did was because of Resident Evil. It was because I was wearing a Stars t-shirt. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was. And yeah. so our, like because when we've spoken about Resident Evil, I am obviously Nemesis is sitting right here. I am super, 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 super in. And I Jill Valentine from Pop Hop. Yeah. Sorry. It's behind me. <laughs> um yeah, I'm super in, obviously, and I'm a, I'm a, I would say I'm, I consider myself somewhat hardcore uh, into the series. Where are you on Resident Evil? Because, like I say, I saw the T-shirt. Obviously, we spoke about it a little bit, but you've never been like all the way in for me. So, no, where are I mean, you on this? On this game? On Resident Evil Two, remake two, yeah. All in looks fucking amazing. So the the teaser trailer that that they did at E3. The, yep. The, like the press conference was was cool and i was like like yes resident evil 2 remake it's we've now it's the thing we've seen it it's coming yeah. out in january that's great i can't wait to play it but then going into the next day i think it was at e3 where they were like here's some gameplay like here's yeah. an extended gameplay section and seeing like the gameplay itself was it looked fucking unreal yeah. like how good that game looked oh, like it's beautiful. they've remixed the whole the whole the whole 
way it works, yeah. the the flow, the order that things happen in. It looks fantastic. It looks scary as shit. Zombies look like they could actually rip your face off. <laughs> yeah. I and then I saw another one, another gameplay video, um, not that long ago with the liquors and how they do the liquors, where yeah. it's like it's almost like a stealth horror section and stuff. And I'm just like, give me this fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't it January 25th? So close. Right now. It's so, close. <laughs> it's so close. I can't wait. Like, yeah. I mean, Resident Evil's had its ups and downs, you know, like yeah. six wasn't that great. Seven. Um, Not a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Some spin-off games <laughs> that we don't talk about, but, <laughs> but no, man, like those first three games, especially like I, played them over and over and over and over again yeah when i was a kid i mean going back so i've just i've just recently played them all um up to code veronica we didn't we didn't finish it all like we wanted to because Haley had to go back to work but i was like oh yeah i do i the funny thing was like i thought oh crap i'm gonna stream resident evil 2 and people are gonna call me out people are like you're not really that big a fan of this game that and then i started playing and i was like hey he's got the guy up next to me and i'm like don't worry i know what i'm doing if i get stuck you tell me and i'm just like all right liquor takes three shots with a shotgun bam 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 this does this and we get through that game in three hours and i'm like nice oh i really know this game like it's not like a uh like you know when you like you think you know something but then you actually do it and you don't like that was yeah. that's me in resident evil one like resident evil one is the game where i'm like all right so we got to backtrack here you gotta go back here you gotta have and it's like carrying items and like oh i don't remember this game as well as i need to with resident evil 2 it's like yep boom, boom i remember boom, everything boom 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 i'm hitting everything like, i think i don't think i, I think i might I, I think i died once yeah, and that's and I only kept saving because the 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 guide was like save here just in case. I was like, bro, I could have had that A ranking if I just didn't save. Uh, I got like yeah. a C. I weren't happy. I weren't happy. Motherfucker. Did you do Yeah, trust me. But then I went and put my disc two in and it didn't work. I was like, no. Oh, what? No! Yeah, so I've got, <laughs> got to buy it again, which I'm fine with. Fuck. Absolutely fine with. But yeah. Uh, so back to you. Sorry. Is that is that number one? No. Um. Yeah. Or is that number of three? All the games. Of all the games that we know, I'd, I'd of all the games that have been announced this year, yeah. But yeah, it's like it's my number one. Like oh, I, I just everybody, I think everybody in you is going to say Resident Evil too. Like I might not be quite as big a fan as you, but I'm, I'm yeah, close, I'm close. I think it's hard for for anyone to get even close to me. Like yeah, I went back and watched the video again, the announcement video of me freaking out, and like it still gives me chills watching that back. I'm like. Oh, yeah, I was excited. Yeah, I watched it. You shared it back on Twitter um, yeah, a couple that of days clip, ago, and yeah. I watched it, and I love the fact that, like, if you put probably if you put my stream and your stream side by side, like, I didn't freak out as much, yeah, um, because my friend's wife, whose house we were at, was in bed. So, oh, yeah. so, oh, I didn't care. Um, he was in bed. She woke but, <laughs> but I feel like we, I feel like if you put them side by side, we realized what it was at the exact same moment, and we probably both were just like, it's Resident Evil. <laughs> No, what number two um, then? What would you put? So I went number two. Um, I'm just yeah, Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. Metro Exodus, I'd say. Oh, um, okay, interesting. Metro Exodus looks awesome. Like I really liked Last Light. Um, I wasn't keen on 2033. I don't know. Like, and it's hard to define what the difference was between 2033 and Last Light. That Got made it. me go from I didn't really like it to I really liked it. And like Metro Exodus, like having these big open world areas and not necessarily being confined like because for like 80 percent of the the previous game you're underground and it's all very claustrophobic and that is really cool but like now that we get to explore 
the surface um, without necessarily having to worry about like having your gas mask and there's a giant flying beast thing that's going to rip yeah. your face off if you don't get out of there within like 60 seconds. Like um, the gameplay that we've seen, like that whole... I'm guessing what it was a vertical slice when it was originally announced, where it was that whole like thought sort of like was it seven eight minute long yeah. sequence, and then seeing stuff, um, seeing all the other stuff. I was disappointed I didn't get to go to EGX last year because I, that like one of the reasons was I kind of wanted to try Metro Exodus. Yeah, I played it three times and I loved it every single time. Found new stuff every single time. Found new areas and under under a house there was a weapon that i didn't get last time and a crossbow and this that and the other and it was just like oh my god this is so fun so yeah but it looks awesome i'm really really hyped for it yeah um number three um sekiro shadows die twice okay my kind of game right i was yeah exactly (laughs) uh so the the new one from the bloodborne team yeah so the guys who made bloodborne and dark souls um miyazaki yeah um it looks outstanding like i i still i'm still trying to get over the fact that it was announced on an xbox press conference like nice right uh, it was a nice uh nice surprise um but like it's my kind of thing. Like I love super difficult games. Um, I love sort of eking out progress, um, which is something that from software games are really good at. It's like you, <clears throat> every time you you have a life and you go move forward, you you're moving forward a little bit, learning something new. Like you die, sure, and then you go back and you have to do stuff again, but you've learned something, or yeah. you've gotten an item, or you've unlocked a shortcut, or you've learned something about the boss that you're fighting, and like just how precise the combat looks like all those gifts that were going around where it was like it was showing like the hitboxes are so precise like you can like dodge slightly and the sword will go like past and it doesn't hit yeah and it's like that's fucking cool man like <laughs> that it's that precise because normally hitboxes are quite wide yeah, like of course um so that works in motion in practice in the game like gonna be good uh, yeah see uh, for me it's like, that's one of those games where i'm like i'm actually gonna play it i'm gonna play it on, on my own i'm gonna actually try and play it uh to get an appreciation for these games finally i don't know if it's gonna actually be the one i don't think so but we'll see i mean it, it's one of those things where it's like taste relative right it's not yeah. not for everyone not 100 percent, 100 percent. so i do wish these games had traditional like, easy modes I want or traditional co-op, co-op would be good would be brilliant would be me. good just to um, be able to invite you in to help me take out this boss and then yeah man on. like I just, that would if be we could just me. team up and oh, yeah exactly so exactly well let's get into it like i said guys late early on in the show uh me and snowbound mike will go for our top 10 games if it doesn't happen then i won't introduce this part and you won't even see it so take it away snowbound mike and mc fixer thank you fixer and amy for that lovely intro that you did snowbound mike how you doing I'm feeling good. It's 1 a.m. in the morning, and I can't wait to bring the hype to the My Xbox and Me podcast. I mean, 1 a.m. is better than usually the 5 o'clock in the morning, right? Is, it, <laughs> is this better or worse? This is better because I haven't slept yet. When Got you ya. wake me up at 5 a.m., I'm I'm just coming out of the sleep. I, I want to hibernate like a bear. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those. To be fair, I feel like we get you at, like, the perfect place because you're, like, you're still you're still as hype as anything, but you're more subdued. I like it. It's like a, a more subdued Snowbite Mike hype. You know what I mean? 
if there was ever a time to kill me and or hunt me, then it would be the moment I wake up because Fix has just told you I'm subdued. I'm not on my game yet. So if that's the time you want to kill me, that's the time. Oh, I hope all is well. Yeah, sorry. We couldn't get scheduling properly. We couldn't get pro my prop. My fault. It's actually my fault this week. You were, I text you as quick as I could. Like, go back to sleep. Shh, shh, shh. Mike, go back to sleep. Mike, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I messaged you soon as well, uh, as soon as I could. Um, Amy did the, did the show with me, which is what you guys are listening to right now. Me and Mike are going to go through our top 10 games of the year 2018 it was getting a little bit late we were at, we were at the point where i'm like everyone else done theirs i'm like eh, we better get this done real quick like it needs to be done now so mike we're gonna go tick for tack if if i say a game that's on your list let me know what number and vice okay. versa um you haven't got to go in depth with your thoughts on it until you get to your number but just let me know that it's there just for the just for the did I just show everyone? No, I thought I just showed everyone my list. Um, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, let's go. Then let's start this off. Number ten, you can kick off. Where you at? What you got? Oh my gosh! Let me tell you about my number ten video game of 2018. It's a special one. Okay. MC Fiction. Let me take you on a walk with me of a man that was a giant. Some call him Superman. Some call him the Big Aristotle. Some know him as the Big Diesel. But you and I. Us normal people, we know him as Shaquille O'Neal, and he created Shaq Fu, oh a legend God. reborn. And now let me tell you what, Fix, I've seen a lot of reviews out there. I've seen a lot of coverage over it, and a lot of people say it's one of the top 10 worst video yeah. games of 2018. Mm. Nope. On the contrary, folks, Shaq Fu, a legend reborn, is on my top 10 list for a couple of reasons. One incredible promotional advertisement okay. gold bond icy hot they're all in there they're getting paychecks Shaq is getting paid two it's got an incredible soundtrack yes did i just say soundtrack in a Shaq food game yes i did my xbox and me fans it has a banger where shaquille o'neal proceeds to rap about gold bond icy hot and being the big diesel it's incredible and then finally, number three, it has beat em up action galore. You're side punching, you're kicking, you're meleeing people, you're countering people. And then every now and then, you're going to go out there and you're going to become the big diesel. Or you're going to become the big Shactus. Yeah, that's right. It's got two awesome power-ups and a fun story to go through. Lasted me about three and a half hours. Okay. Put it on hard mode. It says if you play on hard mode, it will induce labor. It will induce labor because that's the hardest thing I've ever played in my entire life. So, number 10 for Snowbike Mike, Shaq Fu, a legend reborn. That is so interesting that you chose that because my number 10 is Rage Injustice, which is a game in the same vein. Side scroll and beat him up. Uh, it is the spiritual successor to Streets of Rage, which, of course, if you've listened to From the Gamers, the new episode of that, um, you know that one of the first video games i ever played um raiding justice was one that was one of the was the first interview i ever 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 did when i jumped in the gaming industry took him that long to get this game out yeah because i know i've been in this industry a while now um <laughs> shout out to nick and uh, making games over there um freeman team i think it is uh they did a great job with this it's it's everything I remember from those side-scrolling beat-em-ups. It is the, the high-low jump, kick, boom, boom, boom. This has a whole new level, different uh, level, sorry, different weapons. Um, they had the ability, because obviously you play as a cop, to arrest people. You can be a good cop, you can be a bad cop. Um, 
interesting story enough nothing nothing crazy that isn't why you play these type of games even if snowball might tries to tell you it is um you're playing this game because you like that old school side scrolling beat em up style and that's why i love this game again me and nick i love nick he's a great guy so putting that out there but that's not why this made my list this made my list just because of pure nostalgia this was the raging this was the streets of rage game i never thought i'd get because they didn't do streets of rage 4 yet even though now we know we're getting it. And when I saw this, the moment I saw it, I was drew to it. So, uh, yeah, love the art style. Love what they did with the game in the end. So that makes my list at number 10. What you got, Mike? Nice number, number 9? I like got? that. What you got? Number 9. I'm going to give you Descenders. Descenders came out on okay. Xbox Game Preview, was released on Steam earlier in the year. And let me tell you about this procedurally generated downhill freestyle mountain biking oh, dick exactly game. What you're talking about. Do you yeah. like to rip it? Do you like to do sick tricks? Do you like to get a little dirty in the clay, in the snow, no. in the forest, or in the evergreens? Nope. Let me tell you what, Descenders is your game. This game is so much fun, Fix. I put in countless hours in it, and it just had a big update earlier in the year where it actually added in tricks. So instead of just doing 360s, backflips, corkscrewing, and all that, they added in that extra layer to do can-cans, knickknacks, supermans, candy canes, no hands, all that stuff. And the procedurally generated levels take it to the next level. So... You can play the story mode, and every single level is procedurally generated. You'll yeah. never play the same map twice. Or you can actually create your own off of three different factors, steepness, curves, and tricks, and jumps. So it's really fun. You can build your own. You can play everything. Descenders, must-play game. A must-play game. If you like skates, if you like steep, if you like any of these action sports games, this is a must-play. Yeah, I played it. I actually did play it. I played it on PC first, then played it on Xbox when it came over. Um, very, It was very light when I got it, when it first launched an Xbox preview for me. Um, but for everything you just said, I, I know that the appeal was there. I actually quite enjoyed it. I was like, oh, this is... I can see what's coming. Shout out to Steph Curry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, okay, uh, this is interesting. But no, not for me. But I'm glad you like it. You love those type of games though, right? I love those games. I put on a helmet one day. I had my mountain biking oh my gloves God. on. I went full full costume for this one. I was cosplaying. This is why you don't need to eat just non-carbs, see? Because you're out there <laughs> doing it in real life. Me, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Number nine on my list. A little video game called Monster Hunter World. I know. Everyone's like, wow, this didn't get higher. Wow. Stu's rolling over. He's like, what the hell, Fixer? How dare you? How dare you? Monster Hunter World, a game I had fun with. It was there, and it left. I put in around 40 to 50 hours, so plenty of time for me. These Japanese games don't do it for me. I think that's something that I've learned. It's, I didn't like the way the co-op worked. Again, I think that's a big one for me this year. Ashen didn't have it. Um, this didn't have it, where it's, you can join my game, but you can't join my hub world, and then we have to keep inviting you, and you're back out all the time, and that, for me, those were the f problems for the game. The game, the game itself, when it's gameplay, so much fun. Like, seriously, it was ridiculous how fun it was. Um, going around hunting monsters with your friends, the environments are beautiful, it's a great game that Capcom put out. Um, I really enjoyed it, um, when I played it, but not enough to uh really push on really push on for me for me number nine mike what you got 
Number eight. Number eight. Sorry. Number eight. Let me tell you on a game that I never thought I would like, Fix, and I fell in love with it. Hitman 2. Now, Hitman okay. 1 came to your Xbox Game Pass service subscription, and I've had Hitman Blood Money and Hitman Absolution. I am awful at Hitman. As you guys know, I like to go in guns blazing. I like to go in loud, as Fix would say in Rainbow Six Siege. And now, the goal was, Snowbike Mike, you got to channel your inner mm -hmm. stealth assassin, and you got to take it slow. And that's what I did. I have put in easily 20-plus hours into a game that I never wow. thought I would like. But the graphics, the beauty, the scenery, just the open world itself is so inviting, so cool. And it really lets you do anything. You can technically go loud and just shoot the guy with yeah. your silenced pistol yeah. and start running down the street, which I did many of times if you ever <laughs> saw me play that game. I will say that. But it also has that extra layer of like you could push a guy through a giant fan. You could go poison his drink. You could go hit him with a frozen fish. I don't know. The possibilities are endless. And it was so much fun. The, you know, you feel like you have everything according to plan. Step A goes to B, goes to C, goes to D. But then all of a sudden you choke out a lonely service waiter. You put on his clothes and here comes the shelf into the kitchen. Now I got to jump to point C where now all of a sudden I got to stab him in the neck. I got to take his clothes. I got to put him in a butcher's locker and I got to go out there and find the target. So I got to say, Hitman 2, making number eight on my list. So much joy. So many awesome stories. What a great game this year. Shout out to Abby, MC Fixer fan, and kind of find your best friend who worked on this game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah shout yeah, out yeah. to you. Incredible game. Thank you. <laughs> shout out to her. Um, yeah, I never got around to it. Hitman, again, stealth games for me, I'm not good at stealth games. Um, and I don't like stealth games, really, if they're too punishing um but yeah hitman it looks great i watched you play it a couple of times so you working out where all the cameras are you're shooting them out i'm like <laughs> okay mac i see you but yeah it looked great it's just not a game for me unfortunately number eight for me though is a little game you may have heard of it it's called state of decay 2 state of decay 2 good game good game not amazing did have its problems when it launched but i do have to admit the moments that i had while playing this game were fun is it just more State of Decay? Yes. Is that what I wanted from the game? No. I wanted more base building. I wanted more more differences from the first, which we didn't get. Is that a bad thing? No, not necessarily, because you know what you're getting. It's a zombie survival game. It's the purest of pure zombie survival games. Pure permadeath for characters that die, so everything matters. You're leveling up your characters, their speed, their shooting, their this, their that. This game, I felt they went bigger with it, which I don't think they needed to, for if they were just going to do the same thing again. I understand why they did, because four-player co-op, which I thought was absolutely not good, in my opinion. In a game that's so... the way it is, which is uh, looting and crafting and that, that sort of thing, they didn't need the, the colour indicators where it's like, if you're in my game, you can loot this and I can loot that. Like, no. There's loot around... Go loot. Oh, there's nothing in that house because you've knocked it off. There you go. You didn't get there quick enough, Mike. Sorry, I got it all. I can only carry so much anyway. The color stuff just so, so, uh, super annoyed me. It was like, oh, I was playing it with, um, I remember playing it with uh, Rampage and a few others and being like, oh, there's two items in there for you. But I've already looted that house for the two items that I have got. And it's like, 
that to me just seems silly. It's like we're smart enough now as gamers, which is like, Mike, you hit the hats on the left, shout for me if you need it. I'm gonna hit the hats on the right, boom, and then we're working our way through this town. I would have had way more fun with the game if it wasn't so restrictive in its multiplayer focus. But what I did play was a ton of fun. I put nearly 15 to 20 hours into that game easily. Uh, played it with Greg Miller as well, which automatically gets it a bump up. And uh, yeah, it was a lot, a lot of fun. So can't complain about it. Can't complain. Number seven, Mike, what you got? Number seven. Let me tell you about another game that I never thought I would like. A genre that I never thought I would play. It's a roguelike. It's a smash your head into the wall. Constantly retry and get better each and every time you go out there. And this game is Dead Cells. Oh my gosh. This game is incredible. It's addictive. It's fun. It's high-paced action. And that's what I'm all about. Dead Cells is a great game this year. I never thought I would like a roguelike. I never thought I would like something where I constantly die and have to restart over and over again. That's not my type of game. But guess what? Dead Cells made me love it. Dead Cells made me want to just keep trying, keep rolling, keep ducking, keep dodging until I killed all the bosses. Have I beat it? Absolutely not. But did I make it all the way to the Watchtower, destroy that Watchtower Guardian? Yes, I did. And then did I die immediately afterward? Yes, I did. But did I try again? Yes, I did. And that is why Dead Cells is number seven for me. Yeah, Dead Cells is on my list as well at number six. So we're not far off. We're not far off. Uh, one game did beat it, uh, or just below it, I should say. Um, and mine is Call of Duty Black Ops. Now, I do need to preference this with I only play Blackout mode when I play Call of Duty. I play very, very, very little of... Um, multiplayer and i played absolutely none of zombies again which frustrates the hell out of me every time i'm like i'm gonna play zombies i'm gonna get into zombies haven't even touched zombies but what i did play at blackout was really interesting it showed a different take on um battle royale which is obviously super important for the br industry and series to grow um a game like call of duty which i still say has the best shooting mechanics out there I don't think there's a game out there that does it better than Call of Duty right now um, when it comes to shooting. So you have to commend the team for that. Um, but yeah, the, the Battle Royale itself, it was the healing on the go. That was like, okay, cool. I can sprint in the hill. I can run around this corner in the hill. It was high-paced action mixed with tactical feel of like, all right, we're going to try to flank them here. It has great gadgets. The one thing I hated about the game, they then changed with the armor system. They updated that pretty quick. Um, still not perfect in my opinion, but better. Um, so there is ways to repair your armor now. And yeah, it, it just overall was a great, 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 great game. Um, and I, when I was playing it, I was having a lot of fun. It is one of those games that when you come out of it and try and get back in, you're just getting your teeth kicked in. Hence why I never truly jumped back into it. But from what I played and what I loved about it, it made my list at number seven. I assume it's Call of Duty's list. on my list as well. Yeah. Uh, much higher though. Oh, much cool. higher. Where I'm not it? gonna say where. Okay. But it's been, uh, oh, wow. uh, okay. I'll give it. No, I'm not gonna give it to Don't look at this. Ah, number no, two. Okay. Let's go. Let's talk about when we get there. You're all good. All right. You're keep all it good. going. Uh, number six. What you got? Number six. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We're gonna row. Oh, We're my going to row. Gosh. This game is incredible. I had so much fun playing as our heroine, 
Miss Cassandra. You know, I would have gone Alexios, I thought to myself, as a Spartan, but then everybody was posting pics of Wonder Woman this, Wonder Woman that, and I said to myself, I want to be Wonder Woman with her own Falcon. Why not? And man, that game is big. It's expansive. The combat is so dialed in from Assassin's Creed Origins when they flipped the script on this gaming franchise. That game was great. Guess what? When they put all the pretty colors of the green, the red, the white marble of Greece and Rome, this is exactly what we needed. This gave that franchise the skyrocket to the heavens that we wanted. Continues to get DLC, DLC 2 coming out this week. And gosh darn it, I love this game. It's so big. The mythological creatures, everything is so fun about it. Number six for me. I can't breathe right now. I can't Don't, breathe. Like generally, get ready for what I give you I next. I generally can't breathe. Number six, Assassin's Creed ranks a hell of a lot higher on my list, as I'm sure you all know, which is it is at number one. Number one, Assassin's Creed is my game of the year uh, on Xbox. Um, there's a thousand reasons why it's number one. We won't get into him right now because I'll talk about it in a little bit when me and Mike are 100% going to row. So this should be interesting. Uh, my number six is Dead Cells, as I said before. Everything Mike said, but even more so, like I think. Roguelikes, not my thing at all. Replaying games after dying so much, not my thing at all. And I think that is just testament to how amazing uh, this game is. Like, it actually made me want to play it. It was the game that... It, it defines the one more time, one more time, one more time, one more time. I really got to get off, but one more time. I really need a shower, but one more time. I need to go do this. One more time. No, it just kept going, kept going. I didn't get as far as to the watchtower. I got to a couple of bosses, almost beat it the first time. Didn't. My chat was going crazy. Just so much fun. Dead Cells was amazing and definitely deserves to be on my list. 100%. Number five. Number five, Mike, what you got? I can't believe you put Assassin's Creed. Number, number five, six. everybody buckle in because Fix is about to lose his marbles on this one, folks. What's my number five? Fallout 76. I love oh, I'm done. Fallout I'm done. 76. Shut it down. I'm going to scream it to Shut the it down. Mike, uh, thank you so much for everything you've done on this podcast so far. Um, you have been absolutely amazing. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens to the show just because of you. But you are now officially off the show. Um, Fallout 76, number five, above no. Assassin's Creed. The above game Assassin's doesn't Creed, even folks. work. Let me tell you what I feel about this game. A, it did work for me. I never encountered any bugs because probably I'm just blind and stupid. But at the same time, it always seemed to work. We had a great time. And nothing beats the opportunity to play a Bethesda game like Elder Scrolls or like Fallout with your friends. That's what we've always wanted in all of these games. They're giant open world sandboxes where literally anything can happen. Oh my God, it's a death claw. Oh my God, it's a radiated mutant. Is that a giant lobster thing? Guess what? Fallout 76 gave me all of those opportunities in West Virginia, but with my friends, me, Kevin Asex, B-Ball and Brian, Earl the Squirrel, Killer Payback, we squatted up and we rolled deep throughout the Appalachian Mountains and I had so much fun. I'm screaming, heal me. He's throwing me bullets. We're crafting bullets. We build a base out there in the nice fall setting. This game was so much fun, and I'm so proud 
of Bethesda for what they created. Yes, there was some technical hitches. Yes, people got a nylon bag instead of a canvas bag. Yes, That's there was some downfalls. That's got nothing to do with the game. But yeah, exactly. When it comes to my experience and my time with everything, like we always talk about with the game of the years, nothing made me smile more than Fallout 76. I had so much fun with everybody out there killing super mutants, finding death claws, climbing up to a top of a ski resort. What a great experience. Fallout 76, number five. I can't breathe. I thought it was bad that you put Assassin's <laughs> Creed low, but the fact that you put... Fallout 76, a game that retailed in the UK for £50 and is now down to 20 should tell you everything you need to know. Mike, I, I think I think we have learned now. We've learned now that we can't trust the word that comes out of your mouth. I mean, you're strictly a hype man from this point onwards, but we can't trust you for, for reviews and uh, your opinions. You know what? Crash always says opinions can be wrong. Yes, your opinion is definitely <laughs> wrong. Definitely. Oh my god. Um, number five for me is a great game uh, called Mutant Year Zero. Um, Turn-based strategy, uh, stealth-infused. It was one of the only games this year that caught me by surprise in the way its world is. Graphically amazing. Um, I had a few technical issues with my Xbox One X where I, every time I fast-traveled, it would boot me out of the game. That was frustrating, but not enough to stop me from playing the game. Um, it was a ton of fun. It was... When I saw the game shown, I was like, oh, that looks really interesting. But am I actually going to get into it? Am I actually going to play it? Launches in Game Pass. You're like, all right, cool. No excuse now. Nah. The barrier to entry is no longer there. You do it. You play it. You're like, wow, this world. What they built in Mutant Year Zero... I wanted to know more and more and more and more and more. And it had humor. It probably had some of the best voice acting in any game, period, this year. And for that reason alone, this game has got to be up there at number five for me. So it makes the top five well above Fallout 76, which is probably number 999999 on my list. Um, but yeah, well, number five, Mike, what you got? Oh, no, number, four. number four. My math is hard, hard early. Math is hard early. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. Let me tell you about Rockstar taking us to the wild, wild west once again. You know, it was slow paced at the beginning, trudging through the snow. The it was slow paced, literally riding my horse <laughs> fifteen minutes to the other side of town, yeah. and then fifteen minutes back. But once I got gunslinging, once I was robbing banks, once I jumped on the train, once I started heisting people, oh my gosh, the game stole my heart. It was so much fun. It was incredible. And it's just another great entry into the Rockstar saga. I mean, when you play any of the Grand Theft Autos that come out, you say to yourself, oh my gosh, this is incredible. What am I doing here? And that is exactly what just happened in the Wild West with Arthur Morgan and the whole Bandito gang out there. That was so much fun, and what a great addition. And then, of course, Red Dead Online has come out. I haven't played much of that, but I will say this is going to keep that game going, keep those legs flowing. And number four for me, that's an easy one with Red Dead too. Yeah, uh, Red Dead's on my list at number three um, for everything you said. But I, I, it's crazy to think of a year that Red Dead comes out and is not number one. I've got to be honest with you. To me, that's crazy. Um, I was never the biggest Red Dead fan anyway. 
Um, for this reason, for literally the same reasons of which we are talking about now, I felt this all in the first game. It was way better in the first game, we've now learned, because we played this game. But you can't take away the, the, the attention to detail. Um, everything has a purpose in that game. Um, they sold... I think the problem is... I think the problem with this game for me is the press hyped it up of like, this game is going to define open world. This is going to change the way you play open worlds. This is going to... And to certain degrees, yes. But to certain other degrees, no. It's just a video game. And not a very good one at that, if I'm honest with you, when it comes to sheer gameplay. World building, storytelling, testicles, amazing. Shooting, awful. Movement, awful. Horse riding, too... It's just too much. It's just too much. Like, there needs to be a type... It needs to... If you want to start off with the horses, stamina's really bad. Cool, and um, I get it. You want me to... You want me to grow it, and you want me to... Not grow it, but you want me to level it up, and then you want me to buy a new horse and you want me to and you want me to do, do, do. i get it it's gameplay i get it but you know when I, I start here and we get to here and my horse doesn't feel any different to me that's a problem same thing for shooting i get it you want me to learn how to play the game you want me to get my aiming better do, 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 do. my dead aim do, do, do. i get it we start here we get to here it doesn't feel any different again i'm not taking anything away from its story which I think is probably the f second best story Rockstar's ever done. GTA Five still, for me, tops it. Um, but that is... GTA Five is up there for me. Especially with the three characters and all that. But that's another topic for a different day. But yeah, I, Arthur Morgan, I didn't think I'd care about. Didn't think I'd care about the story. For someone who didn't love the first game. But I did. It was the prequel. It made the first game make so much more sense in my head. Um, the the, the, the camp-based building for that game, to me, was amazing. That was where they should have tripled that. Not doubled, tripled that. The catalogue should have been full. It should have... And that's, that's where the game for me was. It's like, alright, my people need food. My people need water. My people need everything. Because we got no money. It's my job to go out there and get it. How am I going to get that money? Am I going to rob people? Or am I going to do some tasks for some side people? Or am I going to win it doing five finger for the knives? What, whatever it is I choose to do. Am I going to fish and sell the meat? Am I going to do the pellet, pelts? Which we'll get to for the crafting system. Which is absolutely goddamn awful. I don't care what anybody says. Awful. Awful. Awful crafting system. But yeah, it still gets to number three on my list. So after all that bad, there's still so much good. Still gets to number three. Mike, I went off on a bit there. I'm sorry. I'm you, sorry. Went, you went hard <laughs> off and I'm all about it. You can tell Fixer is passionate about Red Dead. Okay. He's passionate about one thing and that's Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> let me bring you back in. Why don't you give me your number four really quick since you gave me your number three there. Yeah, I was just agreeing with you. Just matching up, you know. Like, I just know, but you, just, you match, know. just match. <laughs> Number four, Far Cry Five. Um, the game oh, was provided oh. for me by um, uh, Ubisoft. Just full transparency there. Um, oh, I've got the game. I've got Dead Cells as well. Just by everyone, so everyone knows. Um, but yeah, Far Cry Five. I love Far Cry Five. Again, the story is probably the weaker 
Uh, on the weaker side, when it comes to especially the editing, on the weaker side of things, it has a great boss. It has a great enemy. The the cast of enemies is amazing. I don't think they utilize at all well when it comes to that. But it was a, the first time we bring Far Cry to the Americans in this open world, um, and it's fun. It's stupid. It's enjoyable. And that's what I love about Far Cry. It is, I get to turn my brain off, run around, I'm mowing people down. It was one of the harder Far Cry games that I played due to the fact that everyone's on vehicles just running after you and stuff. Like, everyone is there to hunt you. There's not many people there to help you. It had its allies. I had the cheeseburger uh, uh, bear as my uh, companion. I had the uh, dog. I had, do you know what I mean? There was so much about that game that I enjoyed. And it definitely ranks high on my list this year. So, number four, Far Cry 5. Number That's two. That's a great one. That's a good one. Number two. Number Snowball. three. Num oh, no, what was yours? <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't right. given you number three. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm all over the place today. Number three. I, Gee, thank God you're here. I threw, George's him, host. I, th <laughs> I threw him off ever since I told him Fallout 76. Folks. I threw him me. off ever my since I gave it My brain's just turned off and be like, that's it. <laughs> He's put that in. I'm killing Red Dead now. No, go on. Number three. My apologies. Number three, Subnautica. Captain's Log, 2099. I've landed on an alien planet. Only water around me. I must swim. I must find resources. I must rebuild because all of my crew has been eaten by giant sea monsters. Yes, folks, Subnautica has all of that and so much more. I have fallen in love with this game, and I literally cannot stop playing it. It is such a good time. The resource management, the building of your base, building of different equipment, fighting off giant sea monsters. So cool. It even has a story going on. I don't want to give away the plot twist, but let me tell you what, there's a hard left turn that you do not want to miss in Subnautica. The world is beautiful. The underwater ocean from day to night cycle, incredible. The awesome lights that go on from all the different sea monsters to the floral to the fauna, incredible. This is a must-play game right now on your Xbox so much fun. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've not played it, so I have no opinion. But it was in game preview early on. And I've heard great things how that the game preview and obviously early access on Steam really helped shape the game of what it is today, um, which is interesting. So I'm glad you like it. Um, you only got it recently as well. So it snuck on there, yeah. really. Oh, it snuck on there. It's probably a month, maybe a month and a half at yeah. the most. And man, I cannot stop thinking about Subnautica. It goes through my brain. Once a day, easily. Damn. How many times do you think about me a day? Just wondering. Asking for a friend. Twice a day. Hey, Twice a day. Is that it? Not good enough. Not good enough. All right. Ari, number two. A way out. A way out. Number oh, two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, People are going to go, why? is This game weren't that good. This game was actually really good. And it was the only game this year for me that did something unique. Did something so not no i shouldn't say the only game that's not unique the only game that did something so uniquely different to anything i've ever played before it is a co-op game plain and simple you can play a single player with a computer would absolutely take away from your experience but it is a co-op game the way they give you a code literally to give to a friend to go hey i need someone to play this with come play it it is a mixture between a walking sim with action 
I think that its best parts are its walking sim aspects or its co-op tasks, whether it's your escape in prison or you're on the run from the police or you're building the car, whatever it is, you're doing it all co-op. And it is so well done that I didn't see the twist coming. It did get spoiled for me in Twitch chat. Someone come in and ruined it for me. And it still didn't ruin the game for me where I was like, damn. I mean, it hurt. And I think this this game, I would have loved it even more if I didn't know the twist. But you can see that there's a twist coming either way. I, I knew how it was going to end, but here we go. We get there. Me and Haley are playing it. We're on the edge of our seats. I loved it so much that I played it through one day with Haley, and then again played it again with Lucy straight after. I was like, yeah, I'll play it again. No problem. Loved it. Like, literally, I loved it that much. Um, like I say, it's the only game on this list that that really you know when we talk about video games as an art and we talk about video games are pretty same to you nowadays we know what a roguelike is we know what a uh, a survival horror is we know what all these rpg duh, 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 duh. a way out is the only game that i have played this year that i'm like okay it's kind of a walking sim kind of not it's kind of actually it's kind of not it's a whole new genre to the co-op world and it just shows you how well a story can be told with gameplay and obviously cutscenes. And uh, yeah, I, I have to just uh, put my hands up and say, wow. The sequence when you're in the hospital, I don't want to spoil it. Go and check it out. It's some of the best video game camera work I've seen. And gameplay, where it mixes the two together. The storytelling in that moment alone gets it to number two for me. Did you nice play it touch. at all? Oh, I did. I, it's interesting. A lot of your games that you have are currently on my honorable mentions gotcha. list. Uh, it was very tough, but that was a great game. I thoroughly enjoyed the story. I loved the gameplay style, that storytelling with two people. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And yes, to be able to send a code to one of your friends to play it with you, how cool. That was yeah. awesome. Mike, number two. Call of Duty ah, Black Ops 4. Oh my gosh. This game has the best, I said it, the best Battle Royale right now for 2018 and into 2019. It's polished. It's fast. It's furious. The gunplay, the inventory management is all there, and that's everything you want. The map doesn't feel too big. The game go by fast. The Call of Duty shooting mechanic is right there where it feels like you're in every single match. You're truly probably outgunned by some 14-year-old kid of who's course. way better than you. But at the same time, because it's Call of Duty, you feel like you're truly in this and you're in it to win it no matter what match it is. On the flip side, I've played all three modes. Zombies is super cool. Another great addition to the Zombies uh, title entry, whatever you want to call it. So much fun. So many cool different worlds to explore. I mean, the tutorial one is incredible. The Roman Coliseum with zombies is super fun. And then there's so much more on that. Then on the flip side, multiplayer, another great addition with the Call of Duty. It's nice to be able to flip between the three, keep the game fresh, keep the game going. And the elimination of the story that nobody was going to play or that somebody was going to play for six hours and be done with was the right move. Let's focus on Battle Royale. Let's keep this thing going. The map has had so many updates. It's added different pieces to the map. They got fall foliage out there where all of the trees have turned different colors. They have a new vehicle in the game. This sick three-person raptor with a turd on the back. It is so good, and it's so addicting. 
Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is hands down one of the best games of 2018. No doubt about it, y'all. Wow. If I hadn't played it, I'd definitely play it now after hearing you talk about it like that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Rick Flair in here. What? Rick, what are you doing here? <laughs> There's no women. What are you talking about? <laughs> Number one, then, Snowbite Mike. We know what mine is. What is yours? All right. Well, guess what, folks? After years of debate, after is years. it part of the? <laughs> after years of debate, is it part of the game of the year discussion? Is it top ten material? Guess what? Right now, I can tell you, version one has released player unknowns. Oh my god! Mike, Mike's top ten game of the year. Yes, folks. Number one. 466 plus hours have been spent out in the battlegrounds. And oh my gosh, this game is addicting. If you think Call of Duty is good, let me put you on a map with vehicles that don't operate right. Shooting <laughs> mechanics where you can kill somebody by bullet wanting, curving them around a tree. This game has so much jank, so much pizzazz, so many things right with it that it's the perfect combination for 2018 and my favorite part about this is we've had years of this game technically probably really two where it's been in the game of the year discussion but people say well it's only in preview or can we say it? can we not say it what can we do with this game well guess what version 1.0 is now out and we're putting this game down right now as game of the year for snowbike mike so much fun i defy you i defy you not to get three other homies, make a squad, drop down into this map, and just go wild, go crazy, and not have a good time. If you've seen my streams, you know that we have spent countless hours. We have made so many friendships doing just dumb stuff on Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. You've had now three maps to go. Uh, four maps, actually. Oh, my gosh, it only continues to get better. I love PUBG. I want to scream it from the rooftops. I want to play it all the time. I want to go pro in PUBG gameplay, play, 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 play. That's my game of the year, Fix, 2018. Your Xbox game of the year is a game that when you jump out of the plane, you can't see the houses still. Well, I, I see that's the thing is every time we've ever played, I could always see the houses. Ah, take that back. Maybe I couldn't see the houses. Maybe, some, <laughs> maybe sometimes I got stuck in a staircase. Maybe sometimes I got stuck in a barrel. Sometimes the houses were so blurry, I couldn't enter the door. But I will tell you this we have found workarounds to work around that. Maybe you just don't jump at the houses. Maybe you jump oh at the my field. Maybe my you get stuck in a basement. You take off all of your clothes. You take off all of your clothes, you put the clothes back on, your player magically appears above the ground. Uh, these are things I've done. These are things I've done. This is your game of the year. Oh, 100%. 100%. I 466 plus hours. That's like that's, that's like 30 days or something PUBG. crazy like that. PUBG, are you for real? Don't get me wrong. I played PUBG more than most people. Probably more than you. I probably got more hours in the game than you. But you cannot pick a game that runs that poorly and call it game of the year. <laughs> I have to do it. I have to do it. You've for got two experience. games on your list that don't even work. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I do. 
looking at them, maybe I do. But they're all incredible games, and I encourage you to play with them. Look, oh my gosh, you're on Xbox Game Pass. Download it. This, I, look, this is the whole reason we do this show. This is why it is an opinion. It's an opinionated show. Um, nobody's wrong apart from Mike on this show. Uh, and I, Mike, this is where we got problems, my dude. This is where we got problems. So we... Amy's not got back to me. I think her list. Okay, here we go. I've got Amy's list. It goes number 10, Forza Horizon 4. Number 9, State of Decay. Number 8, A Way Out. Number 7, that's how math works. Numbers work, sorry. The Missing. Number 6, Hitman 2. Number 5, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Number 4, jeez, I'm really struggling with numbers today. Number 4, Ashen. Number 3, Monster Hunter World. Number two, Celeste. Please number say PUBG one. is number one, Amy. Please. <laughs> number one, Dead Cells. Oh, I thought she was going to say Fortnite. Dang it. Dead Cells. Damn. That's an interesting list right there. That's an interesting list. So our job right now is to well, come hold up. up. What's your number one, just to make it Assassin's, clear to everybody? Sorry, sorry. You're right. Uh, number yeah, yeah. number one for me is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I've spoke about it so much. Assassin's Creed Odyssey to me, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Odyssey to me is the best Assassin's Creed game there is. I totally, one hundred percent understand why Assassin's Creed ga- uh, fans feel like this is no longer an Assassin's Creed game. You know why it's no longer an Assassin's Creed game in that vein? Because those games sucked. You don't like what I have to say? I'm sorry. I mean, don't go anywhere. I was going to tell you to leave, but please don't. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> keep listening to the show you know what i mean but yeah assassin's creed odyssey for me it was the game that i got again got it for a review sat down to play it and was like <clears throat> here we go i had just played odyssey i'm still i was still playing odyssey at the time did it feel like we needed this game still to this day agree with that statement that i made which is if this game drops in 2019 i think it's on more people's game of the year list a year's more polish a year's more uh content uh a year's more don't get me wrong it would have been ready it would have been ready i totally understand that but there was enough there was enough content in origins to keep us going in 2018 that we didn't need this right now but we got it and what did it do it approved on everything that origins had every single thing except story in my opinion the story for me, the way the story is told in these games is the only thing I have a gripe with. I like games where you play the game, the story, I get where they're going for, it's an RPG now, but you play the game and the story is very much, you can get through it. At a, at a very rapid to mid-range pace. I get it, I've got to grind for some levels here and there. I've got no problem with doing that. I'm the guy that loves to grind anyway in these games. I like to go and... Uh, get all my equipment to the best of its ability. I like to have as much Drachmir as I can. That's how I play these games. Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey, I wanted to get for the story, and the game did feel like it blocked me a little bit, but not to the degree of what some people were saying, in my opinion. I love every moment with that game. I just wanted more, 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 more. I said it every year since uh, I've been playing these games now, which from 2 to Odyssey to this one, every time I play an Assassin's Creed game, I learn something. And that's not... As someone who didn't care about school, someone who doesn't care about... Didn't care about education when he was younger, to be able to go into Egypt and learn things about Egypt, and I'm talking history, I'm talking seeing the world, all of it, 
Wow, that is that's amazing to me. So that's why it's number one on my list. Some of the best gameplay I played this year, or Mike would say, gameplay, play, 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 play. But yeah, you got it. But that's why it's my number one. Mike, we got to argue, bro. My Xbox and me's Xbox game of the year. So yours is PUBG. Mine is Assassin's Creed. Amy's is Celeste. No, Dead Ooh, Cells. Celeste is so Dead Cells, Dead Cells. So let's see if we make your top 10, bro. So, yeah, so those are my honorable oh, mentions. mentions. What you got? I have, what you got? What I you have got? a lot of honorable Let's mentions. Uh, just to go through them really fast. Sea of Thieves, Just Cause 4, Monster Hunter World, A Way Out, Ashen, Mutant Year Zero, Celeste, Forza Horizon 4, NBA 2K19, State of the K2. All of these games deserve to be somewhere on somebody's list, my list, whatever. These are things that had to keep getting pushed down. And, man, I just said Celeste, Mutant Year Zero, Ash and a way out fix had there's a lot of games that are like everybody kind of shares and everybody knows those are universally good mm -hmm. but when it came down to what put a smile on my face what did I always click the a button on yeah. when I was in the games app tabs what did I go for those were the top 10 those ones got pushed out and uh some good honorable mentions I think man that's like you know 18 games yeah. that i had a great year with you know that's a lot of games i mean yeah to add to that list i know it was amy's but forza horizon 4 played it for two days i didn't love it but i love what they built there and uh, that game was amazing i want to give a shout out to fifa this year um gameplay for me was pretty solid and they fixed some of the problems that they, what the ultimate teams always had with it being a money grabbing monster is it still a money grabbing monster yes but it is way better like, this is the first year that you can actually earn 30,000 coins by playing it very casually. So you are getting the players you want. I mean, are you getting your the black cards and stuff like that? No. Are you getting the player total of the year? No. But you have a good enough squad to compete online now because the way they fixed the whole coin situation, in my opinion. So I want to give them a shout-out, I will mention. But, again, that's all, that's all done now. we got to come to an agreement. The Xbox's Game of the Year. My Xbox and me's 2018 Game of the Year. Where are you at? You're at PUBG. I'm at Assassin's Creed. All right? So at least look a little bit like this right now. Look a little okay, bit like this. I want everybody this. to know that's listening. I will die on PUBG, okay? Oh I will God. die on that game tile, and I will tell everybody how incredible the game is. But for this podcast, this organization that brings you incredible Xbox news that you need to know about, I will side <laughs> with one of my two incredible co-hosts. Now, I love Dead Cells. Amy, I, I was you're gonna... incredible. You know the games are great, and that game is a lot of fun. But when I look at depth, I look at a game that everybody can play that's open and available to everybody that doesn't have such a strict punishing learning curve. I would have to side with the side of Fix with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Now, I'm sure that you would come in my ear and say, you know, Mike, we got to talk about this. We got, I got better points of view for you to buy into. Look at how beautiful it is. Look at how crazy the monsters are. Look at the gameplay. Look at all the fun you had. And I would say, yes, I totally agree. But for a perspective of everybody's encompassed in this, Assassin's Creed Odyssey would have to be the game of the year if I'm going to change my vote. So, okay. So we've got the choice here, yeah? So if you've got Assassin's Creed on your list, I've got Assassin's Creed on my list, Amy doesn't. Ooh, Crazy. Okay. But we all We've we all, all got Celeste. Uh, not Celeste. We've oh, all got uh, no. Dead Cells. Dead Cells. We've all got... 
No, me and Amy have got a way out. Okay. I'm trying to look at these lists right now. Me and Amy have got Monster Hunter World. Me and Amy have got State of Decay. Amy's not here to argue. Dead Cells at number six for me. Great game. Great game. But I do think it's only fair that there's only one game that all of us agree on on our top ten list. And that's Dead Cells, right? It is right. It is, I mean, it is correct. And I put it at seven, put it at six, number one over Amy there. number one. I mean, where were you at on Assassin's Creed? What number? Assassin's Creed was six for me. Yeah, one for me. And then Amy, zero. <laughs> Not good on the voting polls right now. It would definitely be interesting. I wish Amy was here because yeah. I would love to hear her opinion, hear her rebuttals to all of this. Because truly... That's a beautiful mind. That is somebody that's so intelligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know she would be all over me and fix saying, you know, this is what we need to align with. You know, I'm trying to give it the big perspective of yeah. like everybody and their mother knows Assassin's Creed. Everybody and the mother could play that game. Not everybody can bang their head against the wall and just get slapped up and down sideways for dead cells. But if you give it the time, you give it the love, yeah, you give it the tender love and care that it needs, you can really enjoy Dead Cells, and you can keep playing it over and over again. So there's something to be said on that end as well. We all have Dead Cells on there. You and I have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nobody seems to like PUBG. It's, it's understandable. <laughs> I mean, Fortnite, uh, maybe we should give it to Fortnite this year. So great, <laughs> so great. I think the only fair thing to do, because Amy's not here to argue her point, but she does have it higher, and we have it just outside of our top five. If I was to work out math that I cannot do, and we did averages, I think Dead Cells would probably come on top. Amy's arguing skills is up there. I'm pretty sure she could have convinced me to bump Dead Cells at least two spaces above Mutant Year Zero and Far Cry 5. I'm pretty sure she could have got it above Fallout 76 for you. Easily. That's a big jump. That's a big <laughs> jump. A big Easily. Jump. So, do you know what? I'm going I'm to go out and say it. My Xbox and me's 2018 Game of the Year, Dead Cells. Congratulations, Dead Cells. Great game. And, uh, yeah, those, those, that was our list. Mike, I mean, you don't get a chance to plug, plug, plug on this week's episode. So plug now, quick. What you got? Plug, quick, plug quick. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Snowbike Mike. Go check out the new 2019 hosting demo reel. Ooh. Please send it to your mama, to your daddy, to your best friend, to your auntie, to your uncle. Are you hosting an event? Does your publication and or organization need a hot new host with a fresh new face? Look no farther than your boy, Snowbike Mike. I would love for you all to share that. Please, please, please. Please, please, please. Guys, back to your regular show. Bye. Man, that game of the year where we decided was really good, wasn't it? I don't know what we it, decided It on. was awesome, yeah. I, I mean, my list obviously got lost because it was too awesome. I mean, your list got lost because you can't record the day we're probably going to record. <laughs> my list is just the best one, so maybe it would have we'll, been unfair maybe to we'll have it Maybe we'll hear it at another time. Maybe we will. Too. But right now, Patreon producer, right Mike Lynch. Thank you very much for supporting this show, Mike. And we couldn't do it without you. Uh, next week I will do Patreon uh, five dollar tier shout outs. This year, this week I wasn't prepared, and I apologise for that. But I will sort that out, no problem. News this week, Amy. 
Former Blizzard devs working on a new Marvel game. Uh, second Dinner, a small studio from... Sorry, the second, a small studio formed by former Blizzard developers has announced it's working on a new Marvel game. The announcement came along with news that the studio has raised $30 million in investments from Net uh, NetS. Net NetEase. yeah. Allowing the team to expand beyond its initial five founders and open an office in Ivern, CA? With CA. California. Thank you. The current job listing includes a full-time position for a client engine and a tech technical artist uh, being in the early stages of development. No platforms were announced for the game, considering the team's previous experience working on collectible online card game, Hearthstone, and its uh, currently small-sized te uh, team. It's possible the game could be a mobile or PC-centric game. So you might be saying, why the hell have you added this here? Because we don't know. We don't know if it is a mobile game. We don't know if it is just a PC game. But we do know that another new Marvel game is coming. Is it going to be mobile? More than likely. I think that's probably that a safe time. bet. But so. could it be a case where it's like Hearthstone's now on... Hearthstone's not on console yet, right? I don't think it um... is. Fable, um, a better example would be Fable Fortunes. If it's a card game like Fable Fortunes that is on console, I don't see why Marvel would want an exclusive mobile game if it is something that's easy to be ported over to console. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Obviously, I love Marvel, and uh, I can't wait to see what happens. Xbox's exclusive Marvel game. Don't think we're going to get huh? one. I don't think we'll get one. Nintendo got one. PlayStation got one. But both of those make sense. That's the problem. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> and both of those make sense. Like Marvel Armor Alliance, it, by the sounds of things, I was doing some reading on it. It's like this wouldn't have happened without Nintendo, where they were like, "Oh, we want that game. It's child friendly. It's gonna shift units. It's and it will. Like it generally will." I thought that was a huge announcement, and a lot of people just sort of poo pooed. It's like it looks crap. I'm like, I'm actually quite interested in it. More games. People are wrong. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> and obviously Spider-Man on Sony's platform makes perfect sense because it's part of the deal with the whole Marvel clearly yeah so but I don't I generally don't think we get an exclusive Xbox game I don't from Marvel don't think it makes sense I don't think make Xbox, it happen Phil who, but what studio does it then what exclusive studio that Xbox currently has does an exclusive Marvel game who says anything about currently has you just buy one so they do, right? Is that is that what the Xbox motto? <laughs> just we buy just buy it. Just buy it. <clears throat> yeah, we just buy the studio. <laughs> okay, I guess that I guess that works. I they guess. could just buy a second dinner. There we go. Problem solved. Boom. Exclusive <laughs> Done. Jazz. I don't think that's <laughs> we just got this thirty million investment, but we're going to sell our company now. <laughs> Straight up. Next up, Borderlands Game of the Year Edition has been rated for PS4 and Xbox One in Taiwan. The unannounced Game of the Year edition resurfaces. Back in 2017, the Game Rating Administration committed, uh, Committee of Korea rated Borderlands Game of the Year uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. While an official uh, announcement never followed, the Taiwan Digital Game Rating Committee has today rated the title for PS4, Xbox One. Furthermore, it uh, clarifies the developer as Blind Squirrel Entertainment. Amy, where are you at on Borderlands? Like, do you like Borderlands? It's okay. I never yeah. really got into it very much. So, see, I'm I'm a huge Borderlands fan. <clears throat> Love Borderlands. Things is a fantastic game. I don't need this, personally. 
We've had, they have been milking this cow for way too long now. We've had Game of the Year editions on Xbox 360. We've had a pre-sequel to Game of the Year edition. The Handsome Jet Collection, all on Xbox One. I don't need Borderlands 1 Game of the Year edition on Xbox One. I'm not playing it again. I'm not buying it again. Give me Borderlands 3. Yeah, I feel like at this point it's like just fucking announce Borderlands three, like rather than just re-releasing it again. They just did Borderlands two in VR. It's like, guys, I'm not playing this same game again, 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 again. It's not happening. I've already done it on. I've already done it from uh, three sixty to one to. If you are super in the VR stuff, cool. But no, I'm not playing Borderlands one again. Not happening. It's backwards compatible. I don't need this. No, thank you. All right. No. Thank you. Um, but this just leads to the question of where the hell is Borderlands 3? Why has it not been announced yet? Maybe it's like Half-Life 3 and it's just never going to happen. Oh, no, it's definitely happening. They're definitely working on it. Like, that's 100%. Um, so everybody says about Half-Life? Nah. I, <laughs> half, I've never even played a Half-Life. <clears throat> They're not as good as everyone says they are. Oh. What's your Twitter? I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, though, Infinity War job listing reveals info on 2019's Call of Duty single player oh, and next gen. Multiple reports have all but confirmed that the 2019 COD will not be Ghost 2, which likely leaves two options, Modern Warfare 4 or a brand new sub-franchise, which we can't imagine Activision would be uh, doing. Looking at Infinity War's job listing, which describes an unannounced AAA title forthcoming from the Call of Duty devs, in one listing, Infinity War says they are looking for an engineer to drive the vision of what a true next-gen console can achieve. In other listings, they say, come work with the game industry's brightest on the exciting unannounced next-gen title. The job listing says this as I read. Uh, It says, as I already read that part, In a hands-on role, you'll collaborate with experienced designers and creating and implementing new game features. Qualifications. A strong interest and passion for first-person shooter games. Recent graduate with a focus in game design or, uh, sorry, and or computer science or senior uh, status in an undergrad or graduation degree program. The ability to dissect and discuss level design in recent games. A bold understanding of multiplayer and single-player game design. All pretty uh, generic, right? That's pretty pretty normal. The odd mm-hmm. thing here is the job listing about they are looking for a senior gameplay animator who will, quote, set the new bar for third-person animation in a shooter. Um, perhaps we're going to get a third-person mode. That's what I would love in BR, I'll be honest with you. Or a third-person total, third-person single-player campaign. Now, that sounds pretty cool. The job listing reads like this, though. Infinity War, developer of numerous award-winning games, is seeking a senior gameplay animator with experience in game development and a passion for first-person shooters. Job listing duties. Create high-quality third-person gameplay character animation, demonstrating a strong sense of positioning, timing, and weight. Work closely with the animator director, animation programmers, and gameplay team to set a new bar for third-person animation in shooters. Amy, where does this leave us? 
I have no fucking idea. This is obviously <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of information there. Obviously, yeah. I think we're pretty much gonna get uh, Infinity War four, right? Um, yeah, Modern Warfare. Yeah, sorry, that's gonna be the next one. Um, but I'm really interested in this third person stuff. Obviously, yeah. we've seen the success of Blackout. Um, people love it. People are still playing. I know you play it a little bit here and there, um, and it's going great. Where does that actually leave us, though, for this third-person role? Is it just... There was a mode once upon a time in Call of Duty before that had third-person, or do you think they're going to go for the PUBG market um, and actually have a third-person mode in their next game? And I really like the idea of it being single-player, if I'm honest with you. A third-person Call of Duty single-player sounds awesome to me. I mean, we've seen... Call of Duty do different things when yeah. the need arises. So, like Infinite Warfare, um, obviously you had space combat in like mm-hmm. space fighter jets or whatever. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's possible that maybe there's a section of the single player campaign of whatever this game is that might be third person. It could be that maybe the campaign is just going to all be in third person, and then they're going to have the multiplayer components. Like Call of Duty this year to me, is really fascinating because of what Black Ops 4 did last year. Um, they ditched the single-player campaign. They gave us a, a battle royale. And it's like, well, to me, that's like, well, what are they going to do next? Is is Infinity Ward's game going to have a single-player campaign? Is it not? Is it going to have its own version of battle royale? Is it not? Is that even a good idea? Should they not just continue Blackout in some way? Like, there's so many questions. And, like, I've read this before we started doing the podcast trying to wrap my head around it and it's like i have more questions now like... yeah <laughs> i mean for me uh, i like third person games better than i like first person anyway i think call of duty has probably got the tightest shooting out there um in any video game in my opinion um so if they could master a third person single player and actually deliver a decent story that sounds really good like really good. Like Definitely. if they can get it to the story level, storytelling levels as what Titanfall Two did. Oh, shit. That, with third <laughs> person, that'd be really good. And yeah, I'd, I would, I'd dig that a lot. I would dig that a lot. So, but we'll have to wait and see. All the speculation yeah. can happen, but who knows? Who knows? Or it could be a case of they just need to animate the characters in free in third person as well as first person. Yeah, because you got to see the yeah. enemy could, character. Could literally be as simple <laughs> just, as that. Could just be that. Yeah, could be as simple as that. Who knows? No, see, it is just the fact that it's a third-person player animation is a very specific yeah. sort of thing to say. But I'm not a game. We're going to be talking about this a lot, I think. Yes, definitely, definitely. From the few weeks coming, uh, physical games uh, are a thing, and they have been selling well in the UK. Here is the top ten list of physical games in the UK this week. We're waiting for MPD to come out for last month, so bear with us. FIFA is number one. Red Dead Redemption, number two. Call of Duty Black Ops, number three. Super Smash Bros., number four. Battlefield Five, number five. Nah, let me talk about that for a second. I thought this game was doing absolutely terrible. Clearly not. Yep. Clearly I, not. Uh, it's such a strange thing, like, going through MPD and you know, figures and, like, not obviously last month's, but the month's yeah. before. Uh, seeing, like, the physical sales stuff, and it's like, Battlefield Five is up there, like... It's on the and list. F- from the way you would say it, from the way like 
certain quarters of the internet have been talking, you think it was selling like shit, and it's not. It's actually selling really well. <laughs> it's selling better than Forza Horizon 4, which is number 6, Mario Kart uh, 8, which is number 7, uh, Crash Bandicoot, which is number 8, uh, Spyro, which is number 9, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Whoop, whoop. Maybe you heard about that about our game of the year. Maybe. Uh, is number 10. So yeah, but Battlefield's the, the one on here where I'm like, I was like, oh, oh, it is selling. It's doing well enough, surely. I mean, I know this is just UK and physical, but it's above certain other games. To be fair, it is newer than all of those games, as it, you'd expect it to have a long tail of most of those games on there, but it's up there. Yeah, It's up it's there. Up there. I, mean, I mean, there was a report um, I read, read um, on Eurogamer last week, end of last week, where I was saying that... Um, I think it was like 80% of game sales are digital now. So, like, how much you can actually trust um, physical only top 10 lists? It's like, well, I guess we're going to see because they're going to start combining them now. Yep. So, it will be coming soon. We'll bring you that list when it happens as well. Next one we got here, which is we're excited to finally reveal that Guacamelee 2 is launching January 18th for the Idea Xbox. I'm tapping my hat if you can't see. Uh, add the Xbox program on Xbox One and Windows 10. Purchase once, receive both versions. Pre-order now for 20% off. So if you're excited for Guacamania 2, go and get it. 20% off if you pre-order now. Yeah. How long till that comes to Game Pass, you think? Six months. Oh, okay. Sure enough. Gemery's game with gold. Celeste from Gemery 1st, Gemery 31st. I haven't Sorry. downloaded it yet. <clears throat> I will. And I will play it. Uh, WRC 6 from January 16th to February 15th. Far Cry 2 from January 16th to January 31st. Lara Croft and the Garden, uh, Guardian of Light from January 1st to January 15th. We've got one email this week, Amy. So let's one. read it. If you want to email them, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Jonathan, I saw your email this week. I read your email this week. Too long. I can't read it on the show. It was too long. Way too long. Concise it down. Make it smaller. I want emails, but they've got to be smaller. Can't read that long a page. Too long. Too long. My Xbox Me Podcast at gmail.com. Let's go. Hello, and here's to a happy new year to you all. So, Nintendo has Smash. That was my. Fix uh, his room. Fix his room. Picture, don't worry about that. Nintendo has just smashed the umbrella logo. So, wow, how did that? So, Nintendo has smashed, bang. Uh, PlayStation had All Stars. I think you can see where I'm going with this. So, what would Xbox's Smash slash All Stars game be like? Who are the headliners? Are what are the maps? Will it last longer than All Stars? Because let's be honest, Smash kills uh, kills all comers. I'm looking forward to see what's on the horizon for my Xbox and me podcast. Keep kicking butt and a happy new year. Your friend, fan, and lover, Mr. Moody. Moody, I'm going to go out here and say it. And I say, I don't think Xbox has enough well-known characters to even try this. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> there you go. Like, honestly, who have we got? Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Master Chief... Chief. Mugs Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, a car from Forza Motorsport. As like, generally, right now, we you just don't have the IPs to... Or the history, the history maybe I'm wrong about. But no, I'm going to go with the history. PlayStation on the PS1, the PS2, and then obviously Xbox come in for the PS2 way. But 
it just doesn't have, we just Xbox doesn't have the characters. Okay, Marcus Phoenix, Dom. Got like you can't really just add like fuck the whole roster of Gears of War and then like Yeah, because that's what you would have to do, right? Katana or what you're gonna have the whole roster of Halo as well. It's just like it doesn't work. Like there's Xbox just doesn't have doesn't have those characters, unfortunately. Yet. Yet. But with with how many studios do we have now? Like fourteen? Or something like that. Oh, I can't. I don't know uh, that one. Well, so if we were, let's think about it. Look, like properly, Cuphead would be in there. Marcus yeah, Phoenix, Master Chief, uh, Banjo Kazooie, Joanna Dark. Who? Joanna. Joanna Dark. Perfect Dark. Oh yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. The thing is, you think about some other games like Fable, State of Decay, Sea of Thieves, it's like none of them have recognizable protagonists or any characters, really. None of them. None of them have have characters of which you're like, you are the character in Fable. You are the character in State of Decay. You're creating those. No, they're not iconic. So, I suppose you could argue Tomb Raider Lara Croft on there. I Mm. guess it was an exclusive at one time. I guess that's... I, I still associate that with PlayStation, though, personally. So, for the older games? Yeah. Um, so, no. Moody, sorry. Smash killed it already, because it just doesn't have the, the IP. Nintendo has all the characters, right? Like... And PlayStation did a great job of stretching what they had. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, no. Unfortunately, if we had to pick maps, I suppose it would be a ton of Halo maps. Yeah, they'd be like the Halo ring. And yeah, like and then there'd be a, a couple of map, I guess. From... A racetrack from Forza. Like, generally, just, Xbox just doesn't have it for me. If you disagree, email it. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Come up with 10. You've got more time than what we have on this podcast. Come up with 10 characters that you think could come in this game. Please do it. Amy, thank you so much for being on the show this week. Appreciate hey, you. Snowbite Mike, thank you for being on the show as well. If we did that, who knows? Um, let's plug the plug and get ourselves out of here what you got to plug this week um, I'm doing a 48 hour charity live stream in February uh, with a couple of friends I'm not doing 48 hours all by myself I'd die Um, so what's the plan for this yeah let's just talk about this real quick I saw you said 48 hours so you're taking it all in shifts and just going to keep going sort of yeah we're we're sort of working out a, a schedule Okay. loose schedule we're not going to be like rigidly like doing x y and z um but yeah we're going to be it's basically the stream is going to be going for yeah um and we're just going to be playing games hanging out having fun we'll be doing dumb donation goals where we do stupid stuff on on the live stream um and raising money for special effect which is the the whole point yep. um special effects is a fucking fantastic charity um they help disabled people use technology play games they helped create the adaptive controller yep. um for the xbox one um so if you head over to and i'm gonna i'm trying not to fuck this up if you head over to justgiving.com slash gb19 that's the numbers one nine words about games because uh, it's called games last 19 um and if you could donate if you can't donate that's cool it's totally cool. Just share the, the page with people. Um, and let's see if we can smash the £400 we raised last year. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mine is way more cynical. Uh, go follow me on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to me on YouTube. YouTube.com slash mcfixer. Um, I did my charity last year. Will I do it again this year? Who knows? Who? I wasn't invited to come and do 48 hours. So, you know. 
I mean, I it's a long riots. way of travel. I mean, I wasn't in riots. How do you know I wasn't going to make the travel? Would you make the travel? Probably not. Um, you can find me on YouTube, <laughs> Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, at MCFixer, and of course, patreon.com slash MCFixer. Again, I want to pimp the new shows. Uh, on Mondays, you have Fix and Friends, which is me and my fiance Haley. Uh, going through everything but video games. We talk about entertainment. We talk about our lives, which is pretty much where we're at right now with it. Um, quite a good listen, I think. It's interesting to hear me talk not about games. It's like it's sort of like a polished version of me being live, but you actually get me focused for like a whole hour, so which is kind of cool. So yeah, go check it out. That's on Mondays on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slashMCFixer. On Wednesday, you have From the Gamers, which is our brand new gaming podcast where we talk about everything, not just Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, PC, mobile. Ooh, yeah, who cares? Um, and it's a community-based podcast where anybody can be on. As long as you've got a mic and a webcam, you are more than welcome to come on that podcast. We can book you in and get you on and start learning the ropes of how to be a podcaster. So yes and then obviously last but not least this show right here my xbox and me if you have not rated us on itunes please go do that even if you don't listen to us on itunes like just go onto the itunes page which i always post on a friday um just go and give it five stars write a nice little comment it helps us chart again it helps us get noticed again and we'll be bringing more people so let's do it amy thank you very much for your time i appreciate it and until next time i will love you leave you and see you all later goodbye